Today's episode is sponsored by ChrisTaylorRacing.com. Welcome to Driven to Compete, where we interview badass, high-performing individuals to learn more about their competitive spirit and share their stories as a form of inspiration for our community. I'm here with Michael Pettiford. And we are in his race trailer for his organization, Go For It Racing Schools. Yep. And we are here at Hallett in Oklahoma. Yep. And this is an SCCA race weekend. Super Tour. Yes, Super Tour. Yep. And uh, I ran into, actually, we've crossed paths before. Your face looks familiar. Yeah, we've crossed yeah. paths before. And it might have been here, actually. Yeah. Where are you, where are you guys from? Uh, Louisville, Colorado. Okay. So that's where the school is based. That's where home is, and we typically do the Mid-States Conference okay. uh, for SCCA every year. Okay. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your organization. Well, about uh, 38 years ago, I started a racing school. And I started it because I was basically dissatisfied with all of the other schools, and we do cars, we do motorcycles, we do trucks, we do buses, we do RVs, we do corporate charity events. We do all of those things. So I was part of uh, Motorcycle Safety Foundation, and I was always the guy to say, well, what about this? Well, couldn't we do this a little better? And finally, I just decided, you know, I had a better mousetrap. So in uh, 1985, I started designing courses for all of those different venues. And then we've been SCCA accredited for getting your road racing license for over 25 years. Okay. Uh, and MRA as well for getting your motorcycle road racing license. Okay. So we've, we've just done all of that pretty much since the beginning of the school. Okay. And so a lot of school, but I know you're, you're helping train drivers, you're going to races and things like that. Right. Um, or is it arrive and drive for a lot of the drivers? Yeah, we have, uh, we have 18 cars all together. Uh, Ten of them are race cars. Okay. So if you wanted to rent them or for a school or for a race or for the season, we can do all that and just arrive and drive. We've got two people this weekend that are renting cars and we're coaching them and uh, you know that's usually the way it happens a lot of people don't want to get the truck the trailer buy a race car yep. maintain a race car they just want to roll in and race and go home that, that's how I do it so yeah. uh, I, I know it, it can it can be more money in the short term but I'm also not gonna work on the car I know right. I'm not gonna work on the right. car Right. And and I want somebody who's really good at it to do that for me because I've had a lot of issues, but they got resolved by the next you know, session. So yeah. yeah, well, we've got a really good crew. Uh, the cars are really good. All of them have won races, and most of them have won championships. So you know, we pride ourselves in not just having a car, but having a car that can can be very competitive. Can you talk about the ten cars that are race cars? What what are they? We've got two Corvette, two T1 Corvettes. We've got seven Solstice race cars. Two of them are T3. I think three of them are T2, and two of them are T4. They're normally aspirated. Mm -hmm. And then we just got a Spec Miata. Okay. 
So it's getting painted because it was one of the ugliest cars we had. <laughs> uh, we tested it. It tested really good. I mean, it's very reliable. I don't know whether it's going to be a competitive car because it's not a it's not a forty five thousand dollar spec Miata. Yep. Uh, so we're going to see because everybody likes Miatas. It should be a little bit cheaper to race mm -hmm. because parts for Miatas are even cheaper than parts for Solstices. So we're going to try it out. Um, I used to race Miatas a long time ago in showroom stock B and um, always liked them. I think the Solstices are a better car, but we'll see. Yeah. What are you racing now? Um, I'll be running a T1 Corvette and a T3 Solstice GXP, which is the turbo. Okay, great. Yeah. So you have, uh, with all that experience, has, has there, is there a track you haven't been to? Yeah, I haven't been to Daytona. Okay. And the reason is we blew a Corvette motor that year when the runoffs were at Daytona. And I had to put the 16000 that I was going to do to race into getting a motor, a new motor for the Corvette. Yeah. So that's one of the ones I've never done Sebring. Um, I have done St. Petersburg. I've, I've done a lot of them, uh, and I haven't done uh, Mosport in Canada. Okay. I've done Toronto, the street race, when we were doing uh, World Challenge Pro Racing, uh, but I've never, I've never done Mosport. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you have a favorite? Uh, Road America is one of my favorites. Coda, of course. Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas is one of my favorite ones. And I like the track in uh, Tuella, Utah. Okay. The four and a half mile, I don't know what they call it now. It used to be Utah Motorsports Park. Okay. So that's one of my favorites. It's four and a half miles, 23 turns, and it's really a great track. And what makes it good for you? With the cars you're driving, I assume it's... the that it's faster. Yeah, anything that's really fast, I like. I mean, that's one of the reasons that I like Road America is because it's silly fast. Mm -hmm. um, this track I like as well. It's probably my favorite low speed track just because this track is, is so sinister yeah. with all of the off camber and the decreasing radius and the blind. It's, it's just really fun, even though you don't get up to really, really high speeds. Yep. Yep. I, well, so I'm used to racing a B spec, and so we go to something like yeah. Coda, and even though that's my home track, it's like, well, ten minutes later, I get to the end of On that last straight. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a lot different than the car, cars you're driving. So. Yeah. No, and I've always enjoyed. I mean, I came from uh, motorcycle racing. Okay. So motorcycles, and I always used to race open bikes. So I'm used to really fast acceleration. You know, none of the cars will accelerate as fast as an open class motorcycle so i did that for almost uh almost 40 years yeah. so when did you start racing i started racing i did an autocross uh i think when i was 19 and then i started uh motorcycle road racing because it was less expensive okay the motorcycles are very reliable <laughs> and as long as you don't fall down it's not it's not super expensive you've only got obviously two tires to buy instead of yeah, four yeah. and uh, and it's all about the rider so I really enjoyed doing that and I only got involved in SCCA racing uh, in 1988 okay well that's still earlier than most people 
Yeah. And then I, I did both for a long time. And then finally I gave up uh, motorcycle road racing about three years ago because I was unwilling to do that much work to do both. Got it. So now I'm, I'm just focusing on the cars. I mean, I still have fast motorcycles uh, and I'll still do a track day every now and then just because it's really fun. But I'm not going to go after any more championships with motorcycles. So have you had some championship with mo on the motorcycles? Um, I've had race wins, but I've never won a championship. I got second place three times. Oh, gosh. And I've been top ten multiple times. Yeah. But no. <laughs> so with, mo the, with motorcycles, um, have you had any accidents? I mean... It you know, I'm one of the I'm one of the few people that can sit here and tell you I've never broken a bone ever in my life. My my collarbones are intact. Nice. My knees are fairly good. <laughs> um, yeah, and I did it for a long time, and I was I was pretty fast. But you won't tell that story at parties because that's where the story ends. <laughs> yeah. There's no drama. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. motor motorcycles get a bad rap. Because as soon as you bring them up, and this happened, we were, I was eating with a bunch of people last night, and somebody brought up motorcycles, and the negative story started. So I had to tell my positive story. You know, I've raised them for just under 40 years, never broke a bone, did pretty well. So there, there tell that go. story yeah. as well. That's good. That's a, a, a different take on that story, I think, than what you hear most of the time. So. Well, and you don't win races by crashing. Yeah. Whether it's car or motorcycles. <laughs> so... Well, what about on the car side? Uh, any championships there? Uh, 53 of them. Wow. More than anybody else in SCCA history. My Lord. So what, uh, what, uh, kind of, what kind of classes have you won those in? Uh, T1, T2, T3, T4. Uh, I've won all of them. And nobody had won three of them in the same season. Okay. That had never been done before, and I did it once, and then I did it five more times. Oh, gosh. What were the classes you won uh, three T of them in? T1, T2, and T4. I think some years, STU, I've won that. Uh, T4, I've won that. Uh, T1, I've won in the, uh, the Mid-States Conference for the last, I think, 16 years in a row. <laughs> And I plan on winning it this year. <laughs> we'll see, but you know, you never want to take it for granted. But uh, yeah, I'm sure people are like, "Well, we're, we're racing for second now." Michael's, uh, Michael's no, involved. No, I don't. I don't think they see it that way. No? I think they say, "I'm going to get that guy." Yeah, that's what I say. You know. So. Do you have any good rivalries with anybody? Yeah, I mean, uh, the T1 class. I mean, this like at this particular event, I think there's only one other T1 person. And T1, the class, I think the rules have, have really hurt the class. It's kind of dying out. But in T3, uh, you know, Bob Shader, I've raced with him for a long time. Uh, there's a new guy in a Porsche. We were just out playing around. I saw the Porsche come out there with you. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be, it'll be good racing for the season, I'm sure. You know, and those are the only two classes that I'm racing this year is T1 and T3. I tried to win four classes one year because nobody had ever done that, and I, I couldn't do it either. Yeah, well, that's, that's unbelievable. Hear that? 
Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Just just to win, a, honestly, I just started two years ago, yeah. and so I'm just like, oh, i got to get that first podium, <laughs> let alone a win, let alone a championship. So that's What uh, what class did you run? B-Spec. Oh, B-Spec, that's with, right. With yeah. Chris. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, taking the year off to do the podcast, but yeah, um, yeah I, I like it. It's I'm learning how to drive. I mean, I've never yeah, raced yeah. before that. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you should come see us. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I know that uh, he has made it up to Colorado. Yeah. So yeah. when that happens again, the High Plains, right? Yeah. High Plains and Pueblo and La Junta. We've got three tracks that we use, that SCCA uses all the time. Okay. Yeah. And High Plains is probably the best, followed by Pueblo, followed by La Junta, and then we've got Pikes Peak International Raceway there as well. Yep. Yeah. So um, with all those championships, <laughs> is, there, is there one... That's, I usually ask people if there's a race that stands out, but maybe I should ask you, like, uh, is there a championship that stood out to you? Well, um, it's not it's not so much a championship, um, but I did the Pikes Peak Hill Climb okay. on a motorcycle. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I got sponsored by Harley Davidson, of all places. I've never owned a Harley, but one of my clients, he, he had a Corvette, and he took my car school. And he was doing the Pikes Peak Hill Climb, and he already had two riders, and he, he really liked me, and he said, well, come on up to spectate. And I said, I appreciate the invitation, but I would want to race. Uh, so I said, if anything happens to your riders, and you know, you say this a million times, call me. Well, both of his riders got injured, and they couldn't ride. Wow. So he called me, and he said, were you for real? I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I roll up and there's this big Harley Davidson tractor trailer and there's motorcycles. Good morning, Mr. Pettiford. How are you? I said, I am good. <laughs> that's special, man. So that's, you know, that was on the bucket list to do the Pikes Peak Hill Climb is really special. Uh, we had a race called the Central City Hill Climb, which was from Idaho Springs to Central City really fast on a mountain road. Average speed was 130 miles an hour. Oh my. Yeah. Man. So those, you know, those were highlights. I've got uh, second place at the runoffs. That's as far, I've never won the runoffs, but I've got, I think the second most top 10 finishes of anybody just behind uh, John Heinrichy, who is of course legendary. And the runoffs for motorcycles. No, no, runoffs for cars. Oh, okay. SCCA runoffs. Okay. Yeah. I've got, uh, I don't know how many starts, but a lot of starts and the second most top 10 finishes, uh, but I've never won it. I've gotten second, I've got third, I've got a lot of top 10, a lot of top five, but it's, it's really tough to win the runoffs. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot more competition, and people bring their A-game to the runoffs. And people bring their A-game wallet yeah. as well. Yeah, And I've, I've been unwilling to, you know, spend another 50000 to get the car totally gone through, you know, new motor and everything just for one race. Yeah. You know, so. 
Well, the 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 divisional national championships is that is that for a particular division in this SCCA? Yes, um, it used to be called Rocky Mountain Division. Yep. Now it's Mid States Conference because they switch. We used to have uh, regional and national races, and now there's no more national racers. There's majors and there's Super Tour. Yep. That happened, I think, in. Um, see 2011 I believe is when they started that so um, it used to be because people aren't sure what that is like it's not the runoffs like I've never won the runoffs that would be a national championship but a conference championship or what used to be called a um, divisional national championship that's where I have the record got it well it's any kind of championships unbelievable so but yeah you so you're still you're, you're gonna win the runoffs this year right that's the that's the fantasy and, <laughs> and we'll go we're gonna go with two cars I've got two of my solstices and this year we are gonna spend all the money oh on really them. so we'll see <laughs> we'll see we got the credit cards fired up oh my <laughs> and we'll see we'll just see what happens yep but Virginia International Raceway is where it is this yep. year. Yep. I've been there. Um, I've podiumed in World Challenge there. Mm -hmm. So I know the track back when I was racing Volkswagens. Um, and they were paying big money. Um, so I know the track. I like the track. I may have a really good car. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, and then the next two years after that, they'll be at one of your favorite tracks. Road America. Road America. Yes, yes. And, you know, we'll probably get the vet redone because I've, I've finished podium at Road America in the Corvette. Uh, so if we redo it, you know, I think my chances would be pretty good there. So with all these, you know, the championships and the wins and everything, any, any like real agonizing, just agonizing losses or races? <laughs> You probably have to have at least one. Well, we, we'd have to have another hour <laughs> okay. podcast, you know, for that. Um, you know, like I've blown a motor, you know, you, you travel all the distance yeah. and in practice you blow a motor and that's not unique to me. I mean, that's happened to most people that have been racing a long time. Uh, and it's just, you know, there's nothing you can do. We didn't bring another motor. We didn't bring another car typically. Um, and that's just the way it goes sometimes, Yeah. you know, but most of the time we try to be very well prepared. The cars, you know, we go through them from stem to stern every single time. We've got all the parts we need if something goes wrong. I mean, if we blow a motor, no, we don't carry extra motors. But, uh, you know, we've been doing it for a while. And we are we come to the track prepared and ready to win is, is what, our, what our vision is for every single race. And then from there, we just kind of see what happens. We learn. We try to do better the next time. Yep. Yeah. So, what what advice would you give somebody who's uh, never raced before, but they're interested in like testing it out? Sure. Um, I would say come see us, do a day, you know, get some training, and then ask questions because a lot of people spend money because of what they like and they don't know the rule set. So they'll put a supercharger on their car and that puts them in a totally different class where they have no chance of winning. So I would say, you know, do a school first, do my school first, yeah. 
and then ask questions. Let's see what kind of cars you like. Let's see how good you are. If you're really good and you've got the budget and you like faster cars, do that. It's going to be more fun and it's going to be harder. If not, race a slower car. It's easier and it's less expensive. Um, and if you really stink at it, you're going to save a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> because there's plenty of other sports that are less expensive yeah. that you can enjoy. Yep, yep. Uh, what's the format of your school? If somebody comes to your school, what should they expect? What we do, it's, it's more like a mentoring. It's like one-on-one -on -one training. And we'll start off in the classroom, and I'll go over a few things. Then I get in the car, and I demonstrate with the student in the car. Then I switch, and I coach them. And then they follow another student while I do the same thing with them. Then we go back to the classroom, and we cover more stuff. As opposed to when I first started the company, I would do an hour derivation on everything I knew about lines and weight transfer and all that stuff. And I, the audience would just glaze over. Yeah. And I, I, would, I was noticing that I wasn't getting the results. You know, people would get to this level, but they'd never get all the way to really being a super good driver. So that's when we started doing the one-on-one -on -one, uh, or much, much smaller groups and giving the information in bite-sized morsels so that they could get it. And it takes a little longer to train them, but then once you have them trained, then they're, they're predators. And that's what I love. So we, how, much, how much time do they need to, is it, is it th three days a week or? Five, five days and okay. they can go directly to their full competition SCCA road racing license. Nice. Not a novice permit, they don't have to do any of that. Um, and a lot of my clients, one of my guys, type A personality, doctor, Ford guy, his first race was at uh, NOLA in Louisiana. He got the lap record, he won his first race, and it was an SCCA Super Tour. Wow, that yeah. is, that's impressive. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he's not the only one. I could tell you person after person after person. Now I'm not gonna sit up here and say every one of my clients, because that would not be true. But we, we train them not just to be safe, but how to win races. That's the difference with my school, and that's why I started it. Nobody was teaching what the top drivers in the world did step by step. Yeah, well that's interesting. I'm glad we're talking about this. I can't wait to share it with everybody. Sure. Um, so uh, what else would you like to, to plug either you know, for, for your organization or ask people to do, and then how, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, just, just give me a call, 303-666-4113, uh, or the website, go yes, goforitservices.com, and it's the number four, not F-O-R. Okay, great. And we do it seven days a week, year-round. We can get you started, we can help you be safer, pretty much whatever you can imagine, we can probably get it done. And they travel to your facility, Yep. right? And the town is, what town is Louisville, it? Louisville, Colorado. Louisville, Colorado. Yep. And you provide the cars. Yep, we can do the cars or they can use their own car, either one. Um, yeah, we can get them licensed. We've got cars for sale. You can rent them. We do all the, all the dirty work. And yeah, fly in, race, fly back.
Awesome. Easy. Awesome. Michael, thank you so much. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I want to thank you for listening or watching Drive to Compete. It's been a pleasure sharing this episode, and I hope that we've provided some inspiration and entertainment along the way. I absolutely love hearing from you, and I promise I'll personally respond to every comment, every question, and every request. If you want to connect, start with our website, driventocompete.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. Whether you reach out or not, please like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, go kick some ass.